Come on. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. The people who have been divorced in the room laugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Dave and Mahoney. You didn't moment. have anything when you got married. That's I a got, prenup. Yeah. I That's got a 2013 Toyota Avalon yeah, she's now. coming for that. <laughs> All right. And now, this is Dave and Mahoney. Let's get going. Mahoney, got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, my friend? Dave, why don't we start off today's show? Well, some bad news. Yeah, some bad news. This this never works. I don't know why this guy thought that it would be the time that it did work when he decided to get involved. What's that, uh, Dave? He is a 21-year-old by the name of Josiah uh, Garcia of Tennessee. He came across the website rentahitman.com. Mm. We've heard this story before. I sure can't have. believe it. He submitted his ID with his address, a resume, as well as stating that he was an expert marksman. So he wasn't looking for a hitsman, a hitman. He was applying to be a hitman. I mean, this economy, man, everybody's got to find a job. Uh, he had earned the nickname, he said, Reaper, because he was such an excellent marksman. And he was employed in the Air National Guard. How old was this kid? 21. 21. 21. Yeah. Okay. Um, and you have been dubbed self Dub, dub, by yeah. the way. There's no one else who's no, calling no, That's your, that's no your PlayStation you. handle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's your Call of Duty gamer tag. Reaper. That's his clan. He agreed to <laughs> kill someone. E, it's a three. Three, uh, yes. Yeah, always. The Reaper clan. He cool. eventually agreed to kill someone for $5,000 in a conversation with a undercover FBI agent because rentahitman.com is not a real website. It's a parody website, but the FBI uses it to snag idiots that are trying to hire somebody to kill a significant other, which we've heard more in the past. I believe this is the first one we've had somebody actually applying mm-hmm. and, you know, submitting all of the normal documents that you would if you were applying for a job at Arby's. And this dope out here trying to undercut good, solid hitman rates coming right. in $5,000. That's not nearly enough. You know what? I feel like we really need Chris Hansen on this job. Wherever the seat. Reaper comes in. Exactly. Can you have a seat, please? Seat, Can you talk to us about your rates? $5,000 is it's just not you, enough. You We're listed. fine with you killing people, but it's got to be at least 20 Gs. Can we talk about how they should have made to catch a predator even better? Because every time one of those dudes tried to eat a cookie, he should have walked over there and slapped, slapped it straight it out, of out of his hand. <laughs> uh, some good news today as well. There is a push for a free electronic filing system for U.S. taxes. Why this doesn't exist already, I don't know. Uh, There could be a new free option in future years. The IRS has been tasked with looking into how to create a government-operated electronic free tax return Ah. system for all. And that just seems like uh, so much easier than... Yes, does it? Oh, you don't trust it? Uh, Do you really do? I mean, you trust the current system the way that it is. The only reason that we don't have this that doesn't exist, which, by the way, today being, what is it, April 18th? tax day. Uh, Yeah. Oh, <laughs> file those extensions. I filed an extension. Okay, good. <laughs> I filed an extension. Uh, but yeah, because I was like, oh, uh, I uh, don't know where I put all my W-2s uh-huh. in the, oh, uh, in the yeah. move here at uh-huh. Phoenix. But the reason why this doesn't exist the way it is right now is because like TurboTax. TurboTax yeah. exists. They've been, they've been lobbying They lobby forever. to make sure that this does not happen. Well, I guess it, the reason why I'm so jaded on it, not because I'm like anti-government or whatever, like I'm not one of those, but I think well, that whenever I am thinking of it from a, uh, a standpoint where I have entered my stuff in on TurboTax and done it wrong, like I just, I want to be able to see Did you get audited? It. No, no, I just like, I ended up screwing myself over by giving them more money. Like uh, I didn't put in my information yeah. well enough. I ended up getting like $200 back when I should have got like 2000 Like yeah. I was just stupid I and a kid. I don't know if I if I trust this system run by the U.S. government, but at the same time, I also don't trust the weirdo dressed up like the Statue of Liberty standing on the street corner trying to get oh, me. No, no, no he's going to give me all the money, man. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Then I'll go get a $5 hot and ready. is Dave and Mahoney. Boy, there is somebody that is in big trouble because somebody accidentally dropped uh, some cocaine and it was found floating in Italy and it was $440 million worth of cocaine. I would think that much cocaine would sink, right? Yeah, heavy. Right? Yeah. Authorities seized nearly two tons that was spotted floating in the Mediterranean during a routine surveillance flight, which, by the way, why are you accidentally dropping two tons of cocaine where they do routine surveillance flights to check if there's anything floating in the water? You're just like, oops, uh, you know, you, occasionally you'll drop, uh, you know, I've, I've had... Uh, 
Indian instance where you p- try to pull money out of your pocket and a dollar will fall on the ground. <laughs> 450 uh, a casual two of tons of uh, cocaine <laughs> into the uh, Mediterranean. Do you think some guy like overslept his alarm? He's like, oh, crap, I was supposed to pick something up today. What was that? So we have a movie that just hit all the streaming services and that was in the theaters not too long ago, The Cocaine Bear, which is based on a, a yeah. true story. It was Kentucky, right? Yes, Irish. it was out of Kentucky. Well, it yeah. flew out of Kentucky and then I think it got dropped somewhere in Georgia and then the story of the cocaine bear is he went on a coke rampage and then murdered died. everybody. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that was the, the fiction, you know, and they, they were adding some, you know, uh, adding some fiction to that. But it's a if, comedy, yeah. If you were to have a coked up uh, Mediterranean Sea animal that went on a rampage, would it be like a squid? You take a squid. Oh, yeah. Would that be the worst coked up sea creature? For sure it would. Squid are already crazy. The fact that they can climb up the side of a building with their little suction cups. Guys, it's literally a whale because they have a (laughs) blowhole. Or, I mean, it's in the name, Gray Whites. (laughs) (laughs) Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMP. And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Then this segment is for you. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a... Leave a message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. All right, if you were a dog, what breed would you be and why? Woof, woof. Message deleted. I mean, I'll answer for you, Mahoney. You'd be a golden retriever. I I feel like that's a pretty good dog to be. That's a compliment, for sure. Yeah. All I want to do is uh, sleep, eat. And be happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like maybe maybe a doodle. Uh, but I don't feel like I have the energy of a doodle. No, no. You're just, you're like an old golden retriever. I'm a, I'm a real old golden yeah. retriever. Old Goldie. Mm-hmm. I feel like I would be more of like a cat. You'd be more of a cat? Do you think so? Really? Yeah. Even though I am lovable and squeezable at times, I am dramatic and I will shove your cups off of tables. All your problems are mm-hmm. self-created? Uh, Mahoney? That felt like an attack, but yes. <laughs> no, that's what cats do. <laughs> no, I feel like they just uh, stir up the pot a little bit around them and just kind of see mm-hmm. where it happens. But they get along are with you, everybody. Are you planning on murdering part? us? Because we all know that cats are always planning on murdering everybody who they're in a room with. No, if they, they that's were bigger, not true. they hundred oh, percent. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Uh, I'm not a tiger. <laughs> Like you said if they were bigger, like what, a bobcat? No, yeah. I, I feel yeah. like if, if house cats were the size of tigers, we wouldn't be the we wouldn't be the apex predators on this planet. No. We would be done. I would just feel like I would be the cat that would just get high off a of catnip all day and just chill. See, I, I, I've, I've kind of view myself as a Rottweiler because I'm not nearly as dangerous or as fit as like a Doberman Pinscher, but I like to view myself that way. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thick. Yeah. Thick. All right. Please leave a message after the tone. So I saw you guys' picture on the uh, app, and I thought to myself, I wonder what their wives think about them being out with this very hot young thing that's just gorgeous. And I thought, what would my wife think? And I thought, yeah, she'd laugh her ass off and go knock yourself out, little guy. <laughs> She's so out of your league. Have a good one, guys. Uh, first off, Audrey does not have a wife, but I appreciate the compliment. Thank you, sir. <laughs> you hot little thing, you money. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever been described as a hot little thing, but I would like it if I was. Which is so funny because on the app, or just if you want to check it out on uh, uh, on our socials, at David Mahoney, um, I'm not that small, I don't feel like, but you guys are just so much taller than me that yeah. I literally look like a pocket person. I'm 5'6", five, 5'5". Six, five, five. And you guys legit look like you're seven foot tall. You look like yeah, the green I mean, bean man. We're just, you know, a lot of people don't know this yet, but we are the uh, the tallest show uh, per capita in uh, in the entire city, and we're proud of that. <laughs> That's the only thing that we have going for us really at this point. So, way taller than John Jay and Rich. Oh, way taller. <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. Is there anything you're running low on now? Is it gas in the car, motivation? Let me know. Message deleted. The, the word you are looking for is money, sir. It's <laughs> always all money. Yeah. This is Dave and Mahoney. So, Audrey, you were giving me a hard time because we were talking about this gym that I go to, and uh, I found a gym that is not part of the network, even though it's the same gym. I don't like Wait, bougie what kind things. of crap is that? I know. It's Subs- like... 
Just so speakeasy it, version of this gym where you have to have a password. So uh, when I when you I found first, a way to find a more, you already go to like the most yes. expensive gym in the world. So you found a way to make the most expensive gym in the world yeah. even more more expensive. So the reason why I go to, to the gym that I go to, it's it's called Lifetime. They have them all over the country. Sure. Is because they, they have childcare. Yeah. And so when we go there, uh, my wife is able to like drop the kids off, and it's actually they have a really good childcare where they like have the kids yeah. coloring and doing all kinds of stuff. Blah blah blah. Um, but there's not a lot of gyms out there that offer that. And my wife wants to get her work out. And so it is. It's expensive. It's like $500 a month That's for wild. the whole family to go there. It but probably... it's, worth, it's worth it for the child care. It is because that's not really replaceable, right? Or if you're an influencer. Or if you're an influencer. It yeah. would be cheaper for you to get a nanny. It wouldn't, though. Like, no. that, that, like this is because she, she does this like five times a week, like every single day. That's part of her routine. It's like she'll drop the older kids off at school, then go to the gym with the younger kids. And so it, it works out. But so I, I found this gym that wasn't listed. And I'm like, why is this not listed? Because I had searched the area of, of where I've been. And I'm like, well, why isn't this? Why wasn't this showing whenever I was searching around the area for how close the nearest lifetime yeah. is? It's weird. And then I find out that that, that particular lifetime is not included. So Lifetime has this thing where they have special gyms. And so I was curious. I'm like, Ooh, what makes okay. it special? Nothing. It's a little bougier. Yeah. You know, it's, it, it feels like it's nicer in some ways, newer. It's um, hidden behind some trees. You have to go through a gated entryway in order to get to it. Do a couple passwords, a couple handshakes with some people before you make your way in. I did Grand think Terrace. it was kind of extra that they have valet up front at the gym. Oh, no, oh that's I not love extra. that. That's not extra. What? I love that. I love that. <laughs> Especially whenever you're tired. Say you just hit legs. Yeah. You don't want to walk. Fair enough. Sure. I want to be like literally carted to my car. So I walk in there yesterday because I, I read online. You know, if you want to, you know, get into these certain gyms that it's no problem, but you just have to stop by the front desk and you can like upgrade your account. And so I'm like, I'm just curious how much this is going to be. How much was it to upgrade? What do you think? $150 Another more a month. $200, yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, no, no. I, I told them, like, hey, I'm just going to be in this area for a month, so I'd only, like, hypothetically use this gym for the next month. So, like, what's the best way to go about doing this? And they went, yeah, so there's a $750 initiation fee. And I went, if I'm already a member? And they're like, yeah, yeah, $750 initiation fee. And then you can't just upgrade your account. You have to upgrade the whole family's account. Oh, no. So, so it's like $1,400. Yeah, so it's like $1,400. So you, like, you turned around and left. Uh, well, they're, they're like, you know, we can extend you a courtesy. You can work out here today. And then I'm like, but then, yes, I turned around and left. There's just no way. I'm like, that's, that's insane. It's going to be like $150 a workout. I'm like, over the next, over can the course you? of the month. I'm gonna maybe like, work out, you know, 10, could, 15 times. Like maybe if you're like a like a Instagram fit influencer or something, like, can you write that off? Is that like? But who else can? I mean, who's celebrities? Able to afford that kind of gym? I was in the gym without a bunch of celebrities. Like, yeah, I mean, it's if it's included personal training, okay, sure, maybe, maybe, maybe. So yes, I turned around and left, and I've decided not to work out for the next month instead. Fair, good call. It's called compromise. Dave Mahoney. <laughs> You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Let's all play the movie quote quiz. Let's all play the movie quote quiz. Let's all play the movie quote quiz on Dave and Mahoney. Uh, Trish, do you consider yourself to be a big movie buff? A matter of fact, I do. What is your favorite type of movie? Uh, murder mystery. Murder mystery. Okay, so we've got a total of five in the movie quote quiz today. Both Mahoney and Audrey are your lifeline. So if you need some help, you can tag them in, but only one time each. And you got to get four out of the okay. five correct, okay? So each one of these clips are like 15, 20 seconds long. Good luck to you. Here is number one in the movie quote quiz. Okay. This is Ethan Hunt. They're dead. Wait, who's dead? My team. My team is dead! Jesus. Galitzin's gone. They knew we were coming, man. They knew we were coming, and the disc is gone. Oof. I think Mahoney has Oh, I 100% know. Okay. Oh, you do? I saw oh, this one okay. of the theaters. Oh, did you? Uh, Opening th- weekend. This is a throwback to 1996. Do you know Trish, or do you need some help? I need a little bit of help with this one. All right, Mahoney, you're uh, up. We were bamboozled because we thought this was originally going to star the great Emilio Estevez, and then they murdered him within, like, the first five minutes. This is the original Mission Impossible starring Tom Cruise. That's right. I thought that sounded like a young Tom Cruise. Yep. I thought I heard his annoying little voice. Dude, I was so mad when they <laughs> killed Emilio Estevez. <laughs> so mad. All right, here we go on to number two. This, how you, you going to do that to Gordon Bombay? I know. How could you? Uh, this one is a little bit older. This takes us back to 1990. Good luck, Trish. Hi. Hello. Do you remember me? Yeah. 
No, I'm sorry. I was in here yesterday. You wouldn't wait on me? Oh. You work on commission, right? Uh, yes. Big mistake. Big. Huge. I have to go shopping now. Trish, I think I heard you say it while it was playing. What is the answer? Pretty woman. That's right. On the board. That is two for two. Excellent. Well done. Uh, this one Got also. Those same boots as Julia Roberts. Do you really? Fun fact. Yeah. I bet you look great. I do. Yep. Thank you. Here we go on to number three. You're doing fantastic. Good luck. Send them home. <laughs> send them home. I just send them home. It's time to go home there, ball. Son of a bitch, ball. Why didn't you just go home? That's your home. Are you too good for your home? Answer me. Maybe the greatest golfing movie ever made the greatest, outside of Caddyshack. The, the greatest golfing comedy movie, for sure, along with Caddyshack. I think you're right. Uh, 1996 is when that was released. What do you got? What's eating Gilbert Grape? No, unfortunately not. That I was going to say, that is a <laughs> golf movie. That would be pretty interesting. Uh, that, is, uh, that is Happy Gilmore is what you were looking for there. But no worries. Oh, Here we go. Happy Gilmore, not what's eating Gilbert Grape. That's what I meant. <laughs> same. Of course. I mean, I mean one of the same. <laughs> one of the same. One of the same. Leonardo DiCaprio oh, well. and yeah, Johnny right, Depp, right, right. Adam Sandler. They're all the same. Yes, it, I know. It, it did <laughs> strike right. me as odd how Gilmore. confidently you said that. You're like, eating Gilbert Grape. Are you getting, are, is, is, is somebody feeding you answers in the background because they should you should stop listening to them (laughs) it's all right you're still alive audrey's still available as a lifeline here we go on to number four okay all right this is blood money i was killed for this money now endorse the check well sam what are you gonna do with it look over there to your left i know you don't think i'm giving this four million dollars to a bunch of nuns otome if you don't do it they will track you down your only protection is to get rid of it oh sam come on you're killing me it's four million dollars just think of it this way you go to heaven. My favorite movie of all time, Ghost. Wow, yes. Wow, I thought that was Sister Act. I thought it, it was Sister like Act, It sounds like Sister too. Act, too. It's Whoopi Goldberg, right? Yeah. And she's talking she's about being ghost. a nun. But, I mean, <laughs> that is her ghost. favorite movie of favorite all time. Favorite movie of I mean, all time. Trish got it. Excellent. Made me want to get into made me want to get into pottery. All right, here. <laughs> uh, final one here. You get this. You get this right, and you win. You get it wrong, and you lose. But Audrey is available as a life lifeline here. This one's from 1998. Harry, Harry, you can't do this to me. This is my job. You go take care of my little girl now. That's your job. Always thought of you as a son. Always. I'd be damn proud to have you marry Grace. So Ooh, emotional. So emotional. All right, Trish, for the win. Okay, Audrey, this one's on you. All right, Audrey, for the win. All right, Can Trish, you do it? I got you. It's Armageddon. That is right. You did it. Was there a better soundtrack ever? No. Ben Affleck's best performance. Oh, you think so? <laughs> Congratulations to you, Trish. Thank you for playing today. You win. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Blitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash on Dave and Mahoney. So expect there to be a Netflix special sometime down the road on another lottery winner. That is not us. That is going to get hundreds of millions of dollars and not know what to do with it. Somebody won mega millions. That means that the, was it 430-something, 60-something by the time it actually hit in, uh, in New York State, they hit the uh, the big daddy. What do you mean, Dave, that they're, they're not going to know what they're going to do with it? Or Was what there a to documentary about that? Oh, there's. Have you never seen the the lottery shows? No, that's it's a curse. You, you were talking about you needed something to binge. I think it was a Lifetime series, or at least that's where it aired. But it it, it documented all of these lottery winners when they win like the huge jackpots, yeah. and how it ruins it's their a curse. lives. Well, I mean, not only would it just ruin your life, I feel like people are like cockroaches that would come yes. out of the woodwork that so you've woodwork. not seen in forever. You'd get sob stories from families, a family members who you haven't talked to your whole life. Yep. And uh, I feel like that was the reason why your life would go to complete crap is because you have to talk to those family members you haven't in your whole life. And it's, it's not like new money, or it's new money rather. It's not like you have had money for generations and oh, you kind of know how to deal with it. And so it's just <laughs> like you no one can tell you anything all of a I sudden. I would hire somebody to just answer all of my calls from people who are quote unquote distant family members and just say 
sucks for you, and then hang up. <laughs> I and then call that. And then call them back and be like, sorry, I think we got disconnected. Uh, sucks for you, and then hang no, up you, again. You should give them the 833-YO-DUMMY phone number <laughs> so they could only leave you voicemails. Leave your voicemails, make it content for the show. Uh, so thank goodness the, this fight is over. I mean, I was a huge Chris Cornell and Soundgarden fan, and there's been this dispute going on between his estate, which is run by his widow, uh, Vicky, and the band, and now it seems like it's actually coming to very amicable terms outside of court. Soundgarden and Vicki Cornell, on behalf of the estate of Chris Cornell, are happy to announce they have reached an amicable out-of-court resolution. That means that they're going to actually start working on releasing some new music, potentially, from Soundgarden as well. And uh, I guess both parties are very happy with the way it ended up settling. Does that give you kind of the heebie-jeebies, though? Because there are some artists that have some tracks that are released. I know that we've heard Michael Jackson, you know, released over the years since his passing. That's the only artist who I can really think of that's that's happened with because he... Had a song with Justin Timberlake. Profile one. Yes, but I mean, him and Justin Timberlake had a song after his passing. That's the first one that I think of. If we were to have more Chris Cornell in our catalog post mortem, I feel like that would just kind of give me that. Uh, it so doesn't it, give me the because we're there's, there's so super many, fans. Yeah, there's so many great artists out there that, that we sadly have lost over the years yeah. that I, I I don't mind it. I would love to hear you know the final chapter of Chris Cornell's creative input because I just you know loved what he did over the years. Uh, so this is a huge contract. If you're an NFL fan, you might have been following these big paydays. Lamar Jackson getting paid by the Baltimore Ravens. 200 but, plus million guaranteed or something like that. But how about this one? Uh, and it makes sense because, you know, Jalen Hurts went out there and uh, got his team to the Super Bowl this year. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles say that Jalen Hurts is going to become the uh, the highest paid player in NFL history after the quarterback has agreed to a five-year $255 million contract wow. extension. So the deal includes the first no-trade clause in Eagles franchise history, $179 million guaranteed. Because didn't Jalen get traded during his college career? It's just really yeah. interesting because whenever you see a lot of these athletes and it's just kind of like the Tom Brady's who weren't, Tom Brady also didn't get immediately drafted, yeah, he was, what, right? Eighth round or something. So it's just, it's really cool to see people who are so unlike us who just continue to peak. No, it's a story you want to root for <laughs> even if you're not a fan of Philadelphia. It's like, right. he's, he's a good dude. He's a hell of an athlete. Uh, and that is $2.8 million a game. He's making $51 million a season. Per quarter, he is making $708,000. There's 15 minutes in a quarter. He is making $47,222 per minute. So to want to put this into perspective. <laughs> per minute. So Joe Hello. Montana, who, you know, outside of Tom Brady, is widely considered the greatest quarterback of all time. Yeah. Or one of them, or maybe the number two at this point behind Brady. What's Joe Montana's career earnings? $25.5 million. For so his entire career? For his entire career. Half so. of what Jalen Hurts will make in a single season. No, I mean, Joe, I mean, Joe, I mean, 10 times in one contract. No, I know, but Jalen Hurts making $51 million Whoa. a season. The That's first wild. half of the season, he'll eclipse what Joe Montana made throughout his entire career. Just wild. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. There is a certain, person, a certain person, so vile, so arrogant, a middle ground between horrible and useless, a culinary and retail nightmare, a person who we call Karen. Karen, why did you do that? Why did you do that? Why? These are the Karen Chronicles. Why did you do that, Karen? So these are all real reviews that you're about to hear from very angry people that feel like they are entitled to only the finest. These are Karens and Darrens by name, but we know it has nothing to do with the actual name itself. It's about an attitude. Dave, we live in the information age, and these Karens and Darrens are sharing their information quickly, promptly, and through the internets with us. And Mahoney, I really enjoy a, uh, a Karen who finds herself to be a bit cheeky. A clever Karen, if you will. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. So the uh, the first review here is for Pomo Pizzeria in Phoenix. It's got four and a half out of five stars. Which I have heard so many amazing things about. 1,700 reviews, yeah, and it's got four and a half out of five stars. This is something that I have been recommended like to go and try at least by a half dozen people. Adita G said five out of five, quite possibly the best pizza I've had in years, was in Phoenix for the weekend, ate here twice in three days. That says Ooh. something. Uh, VT okay. said five out of five. Unfortunately, I cannot cannot remember the name of the pizza, but I had it uh, with pepperoni and honey. Yes, you read that right. Honey of all things. I'm not even into sweet foods, but this pizza is definitely one that you have to give a try. Sign me up. 
Uh, Karen did not have a great experience. She said one out of five stars. Friendly staff, but that's literally the only good thing I can say about this place. My husband and I went on a Monday night, and they were totally not even busy. My risotto was cold in the middle. More like a risotto-don't. I also ordered a margarita pizza, and it arrived looking like something poured out of a tin can. Even though the manager took both the items off my entire check, the whole meal should have been comped. I left still hungry. Let this be a lesson to everyone. There's no FOMO to be had at Pomo. Stay away. I mean, that's a, I mean, that's a solid. That's, solid. Pr- that's pretty I mean, good. solid, but yeah. she's... Rizzo don't and FOMO, FOMO, that's pretty good. <laughs> what are you doing, man? Uh, the next one is from... <laughs> don't you feel like when some places have so many good stars... That they just want to complain to complain for no reason. Yes. Yeah. Because you, your palate is better than all of ours. I feel like the people who complain, it's because critic. you're so much better than all of us. Mm-hmm. A fake cr- food critic at that. Like, not, you're not getting paid for it. You just, you're Yelp elite. You just love to just be just a critic of everything. This next one is Kalahari Resort. This is a water park hotel in Pennsylvania. It's got four out of five stars. A water park hotel in Pennsylvania. The smell of mildew just crest my nostrils. Just as you're checking in, all you smell is This is a highly rated establishment. Am I wrong, Dave? Four out of five, 18,000 reviews. So a lot of reviews. (laughs) Nobody's reviewed this thing 18,000 times. This first review is from Little Blue Panda Me. It's got five out of five stars. So I have to say that I've been there a couple of times so far. This is the best visit of my whole entire life. Way better than Great Wolf. So which this maybe is a competing feels indoor. like a furry convention is held here. Great Blue it, Panda Me. Yeah, it does feel a Thought like that, that it was better than the Great Wolf. Yeah, this is given furry. Uh, Malika H said five out of five. My family had an absolutely amazing time. The rooms are large and spacious and the two bathrooms come in real handy. Oh. I do like that. I do like two I bathrooms. I can have a private yeah. bathroom to myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, Karen D. did not have a great experience at one out of five stars. My day was horrible. There were two lifeguards named Jeff and Braden, and I spoke to the manager and told them they would not look me in the eyes when I was speaking with them. How can you have the audacity to say, ma'am, I cannot look at you. I have to look at the water and the kids in the water to make sure they're safe. Like, that is not how you talk to a reasonable adult like me. It was horrible. The lifeguard should be able to look at another person while talking because ain't nothing going to happen, and the one controlling the ride should also be able to look at me and stop the slide so I should be able to talk with him. How dare you ignore me, Jeff and Braden? Dude, if you name your kid Braden, he is destined to be a lifeguard. For sure he is. <laughs> and the final one comes to us from Massachusetts. This is the Blue Moon Bagel Cafe. It's got four and a half out of five stars. Brooke J said five out of five. Just scrolling Yelp and was shocked that this place uh, had five stars. It's really that great. Been eating here for 20 years. Wow. George K said five out of five. Blue Moon is the best bagel shop in the region, hands down. But doesn't that sound a little weird, though? You've been eating here for 20 years, and you're shocked that it has five stars? That it doesn't have five stars. It's got oh, four and a half out of five okay. stars, yeah. Uh, Darren said one out of five stars. Went in for lunch hour. And the restaurant wasn't even crowded during peak lunch hour. And the male cashier taking the order, not friendly, please. That's missing from his vocabulary when talking in an unenthusiastic tone. Maybe you wouldn't be so unhappy and ill-mannered if you continued your education, dummy. Also, my chair was wobbly and not comfortable. Still better (laughs) than the staff, though. Not going to go back. I mean, there's nothing worse than a wobbly chair, dude. I'm with you, Darren. (laughs) I'm so with you. You would be. Also, every guy who's like, get an education, they 100% did not graduate. Not a chance. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. So, Mahoney, you're one of those guys that uh, when your wife's not around, you love to take off your wedding ring. Uh, yeah, Especially when you're traveling out of town. <laughs> yeah. I don't like to wear a wedding ring. I just don't. <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm not a ring guy. I'm not a jewelry guy. None of that stuff. But, you know, when uh, I'm, you know, out of town. I definitely will uh, wear. You wear it. Yeah, well, you have to wear it. Yes. Uh, because one, that's the rule with your wife. That is the rule. Uh, two, also, you got to you just got to keep the you got to keep the babes away, Mahoney. You're oh, just such yeah, a magnet because you know I am the magnetism <laughs> yeah. that I, I just put out. You yeah. know, uh, I don't know. I don't know how every uh, single person, not just women, you know, man, man and woman, women, yeah, uh, uh, large uh, animal is not just you know throwing themselves 
at me at all times. You do is exude sexiness. So, but, but my wife, my wife was visiting <laughs> me uh, last weekend, and so on Fridays, you know, here's what we're doing: we're doing the Karen Chronicles. And for people who don't know, have never heard the Karen Chronicles, when we do those, you hear a typing. That is not a sound effect. That's Mahoney. He takes so much pride I am in it. Keyboard, I side eye you the whole time. I am a, I am a, I am a, I am a keyboard. Foley artist, so I a like to warrior. Yes, you are yeah. an actual keyboard warrior. Yes, well, I like to I like to make sure that it's done live and the cadence is right, and it really adds some a personal touch to the Karen Chronicles. But when I do that, That's I take it. my ring off because you're so aggressively typing. And you it hurts guess. my it hurts my hand when I you know I slam down on there. It's but your I, finger, man, with a ring on. But it. I left, How does it hurt? But I left my ring, so I took it off and I left it right here in the studio. And then I went home and, you know, my house is like 40 minutes away from the studio. So that's... Did you realize that you'd forgotten it and you were just like, nah, I'm not going back to get it type thing? Uh, I, I didn't realize it until I was like going to pick my wife up from the airport. And then next thing you know... Oh, so she's flying in from out of town and then you, she realizes, oh, my husband is rolling around without his wedding ring on. And then I'm like, I start to panic, though, because I'm like, where did I leave it? Did I take it off? Because even when I'm driving 40 minutes, I don't like to have it on. What? Why don't you just get one of those silicone ones? You have the most delicate fingers and hands and wrists You don't like to wear a wedding ring while driving? <laughs> I, I, no, man, because I feel like I grip the skid. The way I grip the steering wheel, it just... Grip the steering wheel? It's going to rip the skin. What are you talking about, man? Like So... I, uh, you know, I panic, you know, and I'm like, oh my God, this is not the time to like, you know, tell my wife I've just lost our, you know, my wedding ring because, you know, it, it was, it was pricey to begin with. And so kind of panic, check my car, check the house, can't find it anywhere. And then I'm like, oh, the, the last ditch Hail Mary effort is, I think it's at the radio station. So I Did called. you stop by the radio station and pick it up before you went and picked up your wife? No, because I didn't realize it at uh, that moment. So I had like I realized it when uh, she was here. So I had to email our boss David and uh, hope that it was here in the studio. Thankfully, it was. You know, luckily I have an understanding wife because I think that there's a uh, you know many uh, partner out there who if they uh, if their partners lost their wedding ring they'd have some questions for sure. Yeah, yeah. I've got a question for you though. What's Mahoney. that? Um, is it too heavy? Like, what is it about the ring that you I just don't can't like, stand? I just feel it. I feel it at all times. It's just kind. It feels like it's constantly restricting like watches. the blood flow. You also wear two watches that are the tight, like you have it on the, as tight as they possibly can get. So I'm just like, what is it about your it's fingers? It's different that feels about so you. Different? My fingers are very sensitive. Got sensitive hands. Interesting. Very, very interesting. We got to get you doing some manual labor, man. We got to toughen you up a little bit. This is <laughs> little, ridiculous. Like I can't wear it while ring. I'm driving. Good Lord. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Hello. Then this segment is for you. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a... Leave a message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Mahoney, why don't you care about other people? We're all in this rock together, man. Start caring. Be caring. <laughs> See what I did there? Message deleted. I care about other people. Do you? Yeah. Who? People? Your that wife? I care, that I care about? Okay. Whoever's with me at that moment in time. And they care about you. You care about them. Yeah, man. Like, mm-hmm. I like people who like me. Mm-hmm. That's how I roll. They're, like, there's no. There's, like yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, th- we have a limited <laughs> amount of bandwidth. Like, I, I care about humanity as mm-hmm. a whole. Yeah. But, I mean, you've said, uh, and I don't disagree with you because I think that we're both of that age. Uh, no new friends. I don't have time for new friends. <laughs> Audrey's mouth just dropped open. <laughs> what? You no, guys are uh, so silly. What do you mean? I'm because, silly. Dave, you're funny thinking that in the future, whenever your daughter starts making friends, that those parents are not going to be a part of your life. Oh, so no, the, like there's a difference. I, it's not that I won't make new friends if they're available. I'm just not s- seeking them out. But your I'm definition like, of friend, my friend, my definition of a friend is somebody who I'm going to help bury a body. Yeah, I mean, like that's a that's a real that's friend. a friend yeah. or move furniture or, or combination of the two. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a body in this dresser? Maybe. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Please leave a message after the tone. If someone narrated your life, who would you want it to be? 
Like for me, like people think I'm stupid, but I would take the late and great Gilbert Gottfried because I feel like he would just say whatever on his mind with absolutely no remorse. Message deleted. Yeah, we're one of the all-time greats. Yeah, great, but you want him narrating your life? I don't want anybody narrating he my life. He is Mahoney. Like, that would legitimately drive me crazy. <laughs> All I would, never I would think watch about that is movie. the movie Aladdin. Because that was... That was Diago. That was it? Diago or something like that. Yeah, something. Diago, yeah. yeah, the parrot. That yeah. was the parrot in wow. that movie? Yeah. It wasn't yeah. Lion King. No. No. 100% That's it was Yazu. Yazu. Yeah, I'm getting okay, confused. Okay, sure. Too many parrots in Disney movies. Hate it. Too many birds. Was hate it, birds. There was a parrot in Lion King? That was definitely not a pair. That was like that a was crane. a toucan. That was a toucan. It's a bird. It's got a big beak. D- yeah. uh, it's something. Whatever. And it's too many birds that are a main pillar of a movie. So who's, like narr- who's narrating your life then? Dave. Andy Griffith. Yeah. Oh man. What? You yeah. know what? Yeah. That just feels right. It does. Like a great storyteller, just like a warm personality. Him and Mister Rogers were just such big parts of my youth. Yeah, so, Andy Griffith would be amazing. I mean, if and he wasn't dead. truly. <laughs> no, I want the ghost version. Well, and you think mine. about, like, you know, you had <laughs> the, the Andy Griffith show. The ghost of Don Knotts. <laughs> Matlock. But one thing, I, do, was there ever a role, because I never can recall, you know, obviously those were his two biggest iconic roles and, you know, stand alone on them by themselves. But, like, was there ever, like, y- that was in a time kind of before you did, like, he was, he play, would play like a villain in something and be like amazing. Like if AI ever gets to the point where we recreate actors, you can't I would, bring people back for the dead. For I that, would love. I mean, we, we we've got holograms. There's like the Elvis hologram that exists. The Tupac, Tupac's hologram. like playing Coachella in hologram. Form. But I would like to see he Andy did. Griffith as like a uh, in a dark role. Yuck. Yeah, yeah. Because I think it would be. Did he? Did Andy? And forgive me for not knowing this, but did Andy Griffith do anything other than the be Andy wholesome? Griffith show and and Matlock? Matlock? Like literally, did he star in anything that was like kind of a flop that not we just that don't I know ever, about? Not that I ever saw. Yeah. Please leave a message after the tone. Would you rather poop in the only toilet at a party, knowing that you will clog it, or poop in the bushes in the backyard? Message deleted. I mean, if you're afraid to clog it, that's just that. That's more of a reflection on their piping and their plumbing. You know, like that's all. Oh, you're you. fine with clogging it, dude. We've got go to the airport bathrooms. You yeah. go to a bathroom at the airport; those never clog. I mean, like you have to like throw a bowling ball, a carry on, and a uh, and a and a stroller in there to get that thing to clog. Because otherwise, that thing has the like you 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 flush a toilet at the airport and the suction that happens in that stall. You got to hold on. You got to hold on to your phone. You want to hear a kind of a funny stories? I think my my middle daughter has like PTSD from that. Because she'll, for a while, she's fine now, but for, she's four years old, a uh, little Olivia, she was at the airport and she had to use the potty. And mm-hmm. so I took her to the bathroom and it was one of the auto flush ones and it flushed before she got off of it. And I swear to God, she thought she was getting sucked down there. <laughs> and, and for She would have been like uh, that chick from Willy Wonka, the chocolate yes. factory, going down to the goose egg. <laughs> Veruca salt, that's right. It's like, that's where bad girls go. <laughs> <laughs> but for for a couple of months after that, she would like get nervous anytime she sat on any toilet. Don't blame her. Yeah, I heard a story once. Speaking of to- clogging toilets, of a girl who did at her new boyfriend's house and got so nervous um, that she scooped it up, put it in the caddy, like the kitty litter box, and oh, he tried goes, to pass it off as yeah. kitty litter. And he goes, "Hey, uh, did you poop in my cat's litter box?" She goes, "No," and he's like, "Well, my cat's been like." My my cat's not here and hasn't been for the last like two weeks, so it had to have been you. <laughs> oh my god! You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. You know the songs, but do you know them when they sound this bad? It's cover your ears. A Dave and Mahoney. Hey Steve, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Let's play Cover Your Ears. So here's how this game works. We're going to play you 30 seconds of a song that I'm sure you've heard many times over the years before, uh, but they're covered by people on the internet. And so they might not sound like the original, and Mahoney and Audrey are here to help you out today's lifelines. You can tag them in if you need to. Dave, the thing that I love about this segment and everybody the who we're featuring, the artists that we're featuring, is that you know they love music, we love music, and they chose to share this music with us through the internet and boy am I happy about that 30 seconds for each one of these songs let the full thing play out before you make your guess this first one is from an artist named Matthias it's got 697 views good luck there's no surrender so his body say stop his spirit cries never 
that's 30 seconds right there. Do you know it, Steve, or do you need some help on that one? Um, I think I know it. Okay. What do you got for us? I'm going to try I'm going to try Eye of the Tiger. That's what I would have thought, too. Uh, we'll give you half a point on that. Yeah, so it's... It's, it's not? It's real close. It's Burning Heart by Survivor, so... Oh, I would have thought it was Eye of the Tiger, too, dude. All right, so you, you, got, you got a half point on that one. No give worries. Here, here we go on to number two. 30 okay. more seconds on the clock. This one a bit more popular. It's got 980 views from Jasser Music. Do you got that one, Steve? I think I'll take some help. Okay, Mahoney, you want to tag in? Audrey, you want to tag in? Doesn't matter. Who do you choose, Steve? Let's go with Audrey. Okay, it is Living on a Prayer, Bon Jovi. That is correct. Full point. Excellent use of a lifeline. Here we go on to number three. Good luck, Steve. only got 799 views from an artist named Len. I thought these were supposed to be bad, Dave. I mean, these, some that of was not that, horrible. That, that was pretty that was good, solid. actually. That uh, was solid. solid. That, that, was, was, that was a solid performance. What do you think, Steve? It's on the tip of my tongue, but I'm going to go. I'm going to have to take Mahoney. Okay, Mahoney. That is, I mean, one of my absolute favorite bands of all time, Led Zeppelin mm-hmm. and Stairway to Heaven. That was a full point right there. Okay, uh, Steve, you got to get one more correct in order to get the win today. Let's see if you can get this one. I'll give you a hint. If you were listening earlier when we did the movie quote quiz, there was one movie in there that this particular song is very prominently featured in that movie. I don't know if that's going to help or not. This one's from an artist named Greg Bish. 189 views. Here we go. Lying close to you, feeling your Wondering if it's me or seeing that I kiss your eyes and thank God I went together. I just want to stay with you in this moment forever. That is beautiful. I hate to stop it, even though again, I repeat, I I thought these were supposed to be bad. Steve, this, do you know that, it? That one was bad. Um, no, I don't know. Wasn't it off a of Pretty Woman, though? It wasn't off a of Pretty Woman. It was from Armageddon. Armageddon. Let's see if that helps. The artist or the song has a daughter featured in the movie. Mm-hmm. Name Liv. Oh, geez. Tyler. Tyler is her last name. Her father's name is Steve. Steven. <laughs> Tyler. Oh, Tyler. Steven Tyler. Yeah. yeah. A little band called uh, uh, Aero- Aerosmith. 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 Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of the name of the song. Uh, ironically, okay. it's called Don't Want to Miss a Thing. <laughs> um, it's all right. We have, one, we have one more to go, and all you have to do is get a half point on this one, and you win. Okay, Steve, here we go. Good luck. That's 30 seconds right there. Steve, can you do it? Just a half point. Oh, um. I'll give you a hint. They wore a lot of makeup. Lots of makeup. Lots of makeup. Big platform shoes. Oh, must have been, was, must have been Kiss. 
You must have been. Kiss yep. is great. Yes. Yep. <laughs> How'd you do it, Steve? <laughs> this, you know what? But this is why the game is tough because usually whenever you hear the songs in their original form, you know it. You know every single word to the song. But whenever it's a cover, that's what makes it difficult. And, and you win because we're too lazy to take another caller. <laughs> that is correct. Yep. This is Dave and Mahoney. So I have a question for you guys when it comes to your neighbors and how you interact with them. I mean, most of us don't really have a whole ton of interaction with our neighbors. So, you know, friendly little hellos. Sure, how are wave you? In yeah. the, down the street. But I feel like, you know, back in the day, it's like you used to know your neighbors so well. And, you know, there was a thing where you'd actually like go over and borrow like a tool from them or something. I can't imagine doing that. Borrowing now. something from one of my direct neighbors, I can't even imagine. I mean, I drove through <laughs> my... My old neighborhood where I grew up in St. Louis, you know, I spent 20 years of my, of my life there and I drove and I knew every person in every house on that on that block. Same. You know, I mean, yeah. like for, from that moment in time. But I mean, it's, it was a little bit different because literally as children. We had nothing better to do than to be in the streets. You just hop on your BMX and go cruising. Yeah. Or but your parents knew everyone in the neighborhood. I yeah. just It's kind of really interesting because I think about this a lot and what has changed over the years. I don't know if it's just because we became more like... Uh, my own things matter to only me. I'm not, I'm not going to bring you into my personal situation. Like everybody is very individualists now where there have, there would be no way that you would just like have a block party really anymore. Yeah. I mean, everyone is connected now to the people that they want to be connected to. Whereas before it was just like, wherever you are, that's who you have to talk to. You know, that's just the people that you're mm-hmm. able to interact with. Otherwise, you know, you don't see anyone else. Well, the reason why I bring it up is because I kind of had this weird moral dilemma as to what I should do. What do you mean? There is a neighbor that is right across the way from me, and they had a whole bunch of deliveries that were starting to pile up. And so it was like a couple of like smaller Amazon packages. And okay. I'm like, yeah, it's probably something unimportant, whatever. They're not, yeah. not that worried about bringing it inside. Um, and then yesterday, there was a couple of, I think they were like Dell computer monitors that have been put out there Ooh. that were sitting out there. Because like, they usually ship those in the actual boxes. Yeah, it was, yeah, either, yeah. It was either like laptops or computer monitors, yeah. one of the two. is that size box. But you can see the Dell logo. The Dell logo like, right on the side. And I'm like, you know. It's you sure this just, isn't like a honey trap? <laughs> just, it's just like kind of sitting out there. And it's sitting out there all day and then all night as well. And I'm like. Okay, so what do I do here? Do I, because I have a couple options, I can either just ignore it uh, or I can like take the items and like put them in my garage just so they're safe and then like go put a note on their door or something like that. Uh, Or I could just steal them. Um, You know, all three viable options. Uh, So my neighbor, Carol, she's done this for me. She like, you know, if we're out of town or something like that and, you know, we try to time all of our deliveries when we're not out of town, but there's always that like one rogue like Delivery. thing that yeah. just you know it's 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 being shipped in seven to ten business days yep. so it comes three months later you know you can never really time that one out particularly she'll she actually i had a whole ass uh printer like a big ass printer scanner whatever that probably weighed 75 pounds carol swole and Car- Car- carol carol's, over there. carol's uh, probably you know 70 years old or so she, she went over there and scooped that and she, 75 she, pound printer up and she picked it up by herself meanwhile when we brought it back to my house it was me and my wife we were like this is <laughs> heavy but she was a, you know she was like oh, oh I'm a you know I'm, a, I'm an ER nurse so oh, I, I pick yeah. I pick grown men up on a daily hey, so I'm like you Carol? boss yeah so but anyway that was, that, it was nice when that happens but I knew it was her and she had you know good intentions how well do you know these people I don't know them at all really so yeah, touch no you, you can't touch yeah, it yeah so, or, so, so with, that, with that in mind I mean, if you'd like to buy a computer for your new printer I Oh. I would like to sell you one. Well, thank you. <laughs> You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Do you still leave voicemails? Hello? Then this segment is for you. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a... Leave a message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, Dave. You're the guy to ask this to. Does being around children help with depression? You've got a small community that you're growing. Thanks. Message deleted. Does having children help with depression? Sure, because you don't have any time to focus on how you're feeling because it's constantly, oh, I hope that child's not going to do something to kill themselves here in this five-minute window that I'm in charge of them. I would say if you are are depressed, uh, the answer is probably not to have children as a first answer. 
Oh, I, I, like oh, solution. Secure your as happiness. a solution to yes. that? Yeah, yes. no, I'd say I'd say work on yourself. You know, get get, get your uh, talk to somebody. Your head right? Yeah, they got professionals also, out there. Postpartum depression is a thing as Very well, ladies. Thing, yeah. So Absolutely. I mean, I feel like it's just who you are as an individual, and you know, some days are cloudier than others. So just seek some oh, self help. Kids don't solve problems in marriages or your own interpersonal problems. Yeah, That's I've, just, I've they, a, they don't they don't do that. I've just go get play with the puppy. Yeah, I've had a lot of friends <laughs> that have had you know like relationship problems, and they're like, oh, we should have a kid that'll make things better. And then you're like, no, it hold doesn't. on, hold on. I think Audrey's on to something. Dogs do solve those problems. Yeah, they do, oh, yeah, get a dog. Because yeah. I mean, like, yeah. I know plenty of people who've stayed together just because of the dog. For the dog? Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, that makes sense. Because it's like they don't want to lose, they don't want to lose, you know. The companionship? Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, for real though. So I recently, well, about like five, six months ago, lost my puppy, my dog, who I had for like 10 years, my old blue dog, Uh, 14 years old, senior, loved him to death. And I just recently started kind of looking back into maybe possibly getting a dog, but it's because my boyfriend doesn't currently live with me. I'm like alone on the weekends a lot. I'm like, if I just heard some little tippy tapping toes on this hardwood, that is like instant happiness. And just like, hello, mama. (laughs) You know, just like, yeah, Yeah, yeah. Get a dog, not a kid. Hey guys, hey Audrey. So back to the whole toilet paper thing. Growing up, I was always taught the right way is beards are cool, mullets are not. Now that mullets are making a comeback, I have to go with Mahoney and Audrey that, you know, either way is probably acceptable. Hey, thanks guys. Bye. Like, really, it makes no difference. This it makes is absolutely absolute no difference. Just stop arguing about me. it. No, it's not. How dare you? You know you're wrong, and so you don't want to talk about it. I don't it. even keep my toilet paper on the roll. I just You're keep a it, monster. I, I keep I keep it on the counter are you, are you next one of those to the weirdos that like loops it around your hand thirty yeah. times. Yeah. yeah, he does. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, so of course there's you no don't care. there's no right or wrong. Yes, way. there is. It a right gets and the wrong job way. done. No, it End doesn't. of story. I so don't does. wrap no, it around it my hand. I just ball it up. I'm a baller. I'm a what? tissue baller. That is weird. <laughs> disgusting. Y'all. You just wrap it around your fingers and then no. wipe. Here's how no, we saw. I say I rip it off carefully and then I fold it up. Into a neat little. Of course then, you do. Yeah. Here's you a, make a Google Meet for you. Yeah. Here's here's how we solve this debate <laughs> and this problem so, nationally. So buttoned um, up, Dave. <laughs> so we just we just up. bidets everywhere. Bidets everywhere. Again, that's what we that's, can all that's agree been, on. That's been the platform all of the show for a long time. Yeah. Bidets for days. I did find out. So in the new house that I'm renting, it does have. There's an electrical outlet. Near the toilet. If you don't get a bidet, I will disown you. No, but there is this one is near your, the toilet. This is your opportunity. But it's not below. It doesn't so matter. I'm gonna, it's, no, it's run like, an extension it's counter, cord. It's counter level. Run, run an extension cord. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. You should. You absolutely should. Please leave a message after the tone. I've met many of Steve, but, but I can't believe none of them ever greeted me saying, Good evening. <laughs> I hate you. What do you mean? I love that. That was not funny. That was hilarious. No, good evening. That doesn't even really. Good evening? Instead of good evening? You're with me, right? That was stupid. My stepdad's name is Steve. My dad's name is Steve. I'm shocked that he hasn't used that. Exactly, because it's dumb and your parents are of high caliber and they understand good humor. Yeah, your dad's better than that, Dave. He's much better than that. Y'all are mean. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So as you guys know, I grew up in a family with six kids and not a lot of money, right? I mean, lived in rural Minnesota, uh, not a very like wealthy area, but it was a great spot to grow up as a kid. You know, grew up on a lake and all that stuff. So certainly, uh, I'm not dogging on my experience growing up, but I just distinctly remember doing things that are like poor kid activities, like where you would go around, or at least I would go around, and look in all of the payphone little slots to see oh, if there's a quarter that was a to drop super down. Common, well, wait, know. I'm not done yet. Uh, also do the same <laughs> thing with like soda machines to see if sure. there's any coins in that. Uh, but then I would also try to reach up into soda machines to steal oh, sodas. Oh, you dirty dog. Well, I think, <laughs> I mean, I thought we always did too. Yeah, but uh, not because I grew up poor, but just because like I just was a, I think I just had like a predisposition for being a felon if I had just like taken a different route in my life. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I also just stole as a kid. And that's like, a great thing though, you know, like if you if you feel like you were meant to be a felon and you're not a felon yet, you can do it anytime. Yes, yeah, you start young, small hands. Yeah. I will say though, <laughs> the change uh, return uh, did get ruined for me sometime in the 90s because I remember there was the urban legend going around that there were needles. That was an urban legend that, that that they would put needles into the little change thing. Y'all in the 80s, man, were just so scared. The same thing with Halloween candy. Like, they're going to put a bunch of 
pins into Tootsie Rolls, like razor blades and and apples. And yeah. (laughs) Uh, But the reason why I bring this up is because there was a teenager in North Carolina was at a theme park, had to be rescued from inside a large claw machine game. Because he was trying to steal the prize out of Tell it. Tell me so. we have the sound effect for the claw from Toy Story. We the don't. claw! The incident occurred at the Carowinds theme park in Charlotte. The Cosmic XL bonus game is about six and a half feet tall. And uh, the the park became aware that the teenager was trapped inside of the game. The medical team had to come out and respond. But, I mean, this kid was like full on inside of this claw machine. It like I actually mean, he was still committed there. to it. I yeah, appreciate yeah. the level of determination that this kid had. He wanted to, do we know what he wanted to get it from it? It was probably full of squishmallows. Let's be it, real. It looks like it's full of squishmallows. Are we sure he 100%. wanted to get in there to take him out or did that just look like a really comfortable place to fall asleep? Ooh. Uh, it said that the uh, the kid was was trying to steal from the game, but I, I will I will warn you if there's any youngsters out there listening. As a young man that did one time get his arm trapped in that Pepsi machine while I was trying to f- steal a soda, there is nothing quite like the panic when you realize that you have gotten your arm all the way up into the machine and now it's stuck. Just let go of the soda, Dave. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand. It's the Redneck Report. Dog will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney. I've had a lot of people stealing vehicles recently and then getting into uh, chases with the cops and then ending up crashing them. Uh, but this is a new one. So it was not that long ago we had the, the gentleman in Florida who stole the police car. Mm-hmm. It was a police SUV and crashed that. And then we had the Phoenix woman who stole the ambulance, if you recall that, last week. And crash that. Uh, this one is a 54-year-old man. Identity has not been released. He stole a hearse, a Cadillac hearse from a funeral home. After stealing the hearse, he promptly crashed it and was arrested. And, um, I mean, this was... Mahoney, you've seen, like, the old-school hearses, kind of like the Ghostbusters car and then, like, the old one. This That's is a, a new... This is a nice new Cadillac hearse. I mean, if you're wondering, like, a hearse... How much does a hearse cost? One like that... Yeah. You're looking at over $75,000. Which is really? insanity. Probably wow. closer to one hundred and fifty. Whoa. I feel like you should just go six feet under with the car that you've been driving. Like, I feel like we should just start making it to where those become your hearses. Just lean you back in the seat, in the front seat, and just make it easier. Because I- that's already an investment. And a lot of times you're still paying it off. I've got an idea. Money-making idea. Mm-hmm. You know, in, yeah. the, uh, in the eyes of... Uh, you know, wanting things to be multifaceted. Why don't we have like a limo slash hearse convertible? So you can go, you yeah. know, if you're if you're you're going to prom or you're going somewhere else, we you know just uh, a limo hearse. Yeah, either way, there's a lot of flowers available. You yeah. know, yes, yeah, so yeah, they're very similar. Yeah. Corsages. Yeah. Do kids wear those anymore? Corsages. Cr- I've seen a lot of kids in my neighborhood uh, doing like. I guess it's got to be prom pictures yeah. Yeah, over prom the last right like now, yeah. week yeah. or something like yeah, that. Makes sense. Or gradu- maybe graduate, maybe graduation yeah. Yeah. or something like that. But I have not noticed any uh, of the wrist corsages. I hate that name, corsage. So uh, do you hate that? Sounds like a, that sounds like a whoosh. coarse massage, uh, right? Oh, a coarse massage yeah. is a corsage. Yeah, like you're just right. like rubbing sandpaper on your back. Yeah. It's like when I, they want to do the hot stones. It's not for me. You don't like the hot stones? What? No, they're too hot. Okay. Uh <laughs> Wrong. Oh, <laughs> They're right. great. So a, uh, a guy who had a perfect hiding spot for his booze after smashing up his car. I can't believe this didn't work. Uh, 28-year-old Maximilian Brayrant was arrested in Lee County, Florida, after witnesses say that he was driving erratically in his red Toyota Corolla, uh, which included illegally entering a community, uh, crashing into curbs, driving onto sidewalks, even a golf course, resulting yeah. in him crashing into a stop sign, which destroyed both the stop sign was and his, his eyes closed? I mean, I, we've I, all been real drunk. I've never I been mean, so drunk that I drive through a golf course drunk. I mean, we have yeah. been, like, probably three-plus at some points, all of us at our drunkest. I went to college. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but even at that, that level of drunk, a golf course, a go- golf course. Yeah, ne- no. ne- never. Even as a passenger, would you think it's a good idea to drive onto a golf course in a Corolla? Well, this guy, uh, after the cops show up to the scene, they're like, uh, "Sir, are, do you have a?" large bottle of vodka in your pants or are you just happy to see us? Turns out it was the vodka. What did he have? Like a, a liter? 
<laughs> it didn't say how much, but he hid his vodka in his pants. Oh, my and the, God. And we, thought it was going to work. That's how drunk this, this guy it's was. It's Grey Goose. No, that vodka. is 100% he's not drinking Grey Goose. That is something that ends in an off and it's made of plastic. Absolutely. This is Dave and Mahoney. Do you still leave voicemails? Hello? Then this segment is for you. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a, leave a message. This is the voicemail. I can't be the only one who absolutely loathes cheese nips. I mean, they're pretty bad. Cheese its are definitely where it's at. And don't even get me started on cheese puffs. Like, this is literally the most disgusting thing ever. I'm pretty sure I'm eating, like, cheese-flavored plastic. Message First deleted. off, uh, you are, your take is entirely wrong. Cheese nips, for those who are uninitiated, are the, uh, I believe, the original but cheese square nobody cracker. Nobody likes cheese nipples. Uh, cheese its are the way to no, go. No, man. Like when I was on Southwest, was flying Southwest, and they were giving out cheese nips, yeah. that was so much better than that like weird mix that they have right now. Nobody sure. wants that nobody weird wants mix. You got one of those like little brown things. That's the only good thing. And that the entire. Those little rye chips. Do you, you guys ever just buy the bag of yes. only rye chips? Yeah, the garlic rye chips they, that you can get from the gas station. Or they sell them at, the, at Hudson News at the airport for $350 a bag. Yeah, right. <laughs> Jeez, Along man. with the phone charger that you always forget to pack, and that I is $500. To, I just had to buy a <laughs> phone charger at the Phoenix airport because yeah, my phone was dying, and I'm like, I, I, you know, I need to they have my- They got you. They got me. $87 for the cheapest piece of crap one available. Oh 87 God. bucks. Because they know you that. need it. They oh, know. Yeah. Supply and demand, literally. Gardetto's Snack Mix. That's They're what roasted it is. garlic yeah. rye chips. You can buy them on Amazon. Delicious. Please leave a message after the tone. What's the most inappropriate time or place you ever left? Message deleted. When we were burying my dog, like the family dog of 13 years. Dave. I know, it's terrible. I'm sorry, Gootsy. But oh, it, it was he was kind of a, a wanker at the end anyhow. He bit my mom. I, everyone turned on him mom. that. Yeah, That's, he bit mom. It's over. <laughs> he was an old collie. Uh, he got kind of cranky. But we still loved him. But for whatever reason, it was just one of those times where you know you're not supposed to laugh. And one of my siblings laughed. And then I laughed. And we were like, we can't be well, laughing right kids now. Kids get nervous We're all giggles. sitting around this <laughs> hole that we're burying the dog in as a family. Family, and we're just laughing, and I'm like, this is so inappropriate. So, uh, Gootsy has haunted me ever since. I don't get the nervous giggles, really. Like, I mean, that really does plague a lot of people. A lot of people, yeah. Have you nervous giggled since, old Goots? No, that was that was the last time. No, I don't. I don't Literally. really do that. Do you do that, Mahoney? Not really. Nervous giggles aren't really my thing. No. Uh. Uh-uh. I'll just shut up and look at you. That's you like stare. that's my that's like my my hack. If you don't have any, like, if you don't really have anything to say, just kind of, like, make strong eye contact and don't say anything and put the, put the onus on them. I do an invol- involuntary shiver. Like the pee shiver? Uh, Well, similar, but, like, it's continuous. So, oh. like, if I am... You literally start shaking like yeah. a little Pomeranian? Like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> you are your dog. Let's be real here. In a relationship, sexual compatibility isn't nearly as important as road trip compatibility. Message Dude, deleted. I mean, if you want to figure out if a relationship's going to work or wor- is worth lasting or worth keeping, travel, travel within, early. Yep, travel yep. within the first, like, month. And do something adventurous or international, something yep. that's going to, like, really test it. Because if you can't travel together, then you cannot cohabitate together and you cannot, like, that's... that. that but is that there is, a driver in the relationship? So if you are a person who is going to be the passenger princess, which is what I love to attempt to be, mm-hmm. but I also am the passenger seat terrible driver where I'm like, oh, it's a green light. You can go. <laughs> or, oh, Man, no. what is with you women and having an opinion? <laughs> well, we'll be pulling into a parking lot and I'll be pulling into a parking space that is a great parking space. And my wife's like... There's one that's a little closer right Me over too. there. I'm just Why like, would you shut, d- shut up? Why are you critiquing? The first where I'm parking, parking spot we see is what where is I park. What's wrong with y'all, man? Leave me alone. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. So the other day we were in our new boss's office and he was talking about how he used to work with somebody at a different radio station who was known as the smelly person. Oh no. And Audrey, you had a great point that like once you become known as the smelly person. There's no going backwards. You can't. Yeah. You don't just not be the stinky person. You're that person forever. Yeah. Even if that happened in like first grade. Like I remember the smelly kid from first grade 
35 years later. But it's becoming more of a thing because we're going more health conscious. You're seeing a lot of people who are doing the, you know, the aluminum free deodorants because truly they are horrible for you. But I'll that alumi- to, aluminum, man, like it's really. Switch to Dr. Squanch. <laughs> Tom. <laughs> or whatever. whatever, whatever. No, not going to do it. I mean, I, I will I will take my chances with the aluminum deodorant and I I will die the not stinky person. I like the bear glove, the Kraken, the uh, sex puma, whatever. They, all, oh, dude, the, all the horrible names from Old Spice because they smell Mountain great. Mountain Glacier. Dude, they smell great. I love the Old Spice deodorants. I don't care if it makes me a rashy, bro. But also, they make you rashy, those, too, no, don't what? they? Those, no, they don't no, make you rashy. No, they, yeah. Old those are my favorite. Rashy? No. Old Spice actually has like suits against them for making people like break out into a straight up blister. It's not, it's not my fault if you got if you got weak ass armpits. Yep. My armpits <laughs> okay, can so handle it. Yeah, you're calling people with weak ass armpits. You have inferior child, armpits. Men child, That's man right. child. Yeah. and then also not Sack only that, have tougher armpits. Anti stinky. Yeah. <laughs> so there, there was one girl that I used to work with who will remain nameless, uh, but she, she was a smelly girl. And she also had driving cookies. You ever heard of driving cookies before? She had a whole sleeve of cookies at all times in her car that were just for driving. I feel like summertime, that's real dangerous. dangerous. You have to have a specific type of cookie for a driving cookie in the summer. The chocolate will still still melt. Still melt, yeah. Uh, Just perfect enough. I don't know. Maybe she, I mean, because I I didn't see. Oatmeal cookies, maybe. If she would take the uh, the driving cookies inside, Mm -hmm. you know, during the, the hot summer days. Or if she would just always have the cookies in the car. I, I mean, never that, saw the transfer happen. Why are you hating on driving cookies? I this sounds like an innovator, Dave. Oh, I'm not hating on driving cookies. That was just something that was... There's two things that I remember. Trademark. She had dr- driving cookies, and she, she's well, smelly. There, there, were, there was a brief moment in time uh, when we first started the show, Dave, many, many years ago. And I think this was like 2009 or 2010. And, you know, we weren't used to talking at long periods of time in the morning. So this was still a relatively new thing for me at the time. And, you know, I lost my voice one time and so I was drinking a ridiculous amount of tea Mm -hmm. I mean I don't know if you recall this or not I I mean I was drinking tea constantly but but here was the thing like my stomach was in constant flux always like it was weird I've I've got a pretty good stomach it's a natural laxative but it turns out so I'm drinking like gallons of this tea a day to try to like loosen my throat and make it soother and so I could talk more it was a diuretic, or not a diuretic, it was a laxative tea. Oh. And so... <laughs> you got so dumb you and dumber? you became the stinky dude. <laughs> and so, like, it was, it was, it was, and I, I just remember sitting there talking to Dave going, man, I don't know what's going on here in the studio, but my stomach is destroying me, and I don't know what it is. It's been going on for a week. And then I look down at the tea that I'm drinking in that moment and realize it's a laxative tea. But you were so skinny after that. Oh, yeah. Totally <laughs> worth it. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. It goes to your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen. All at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs>